0: It's Talking Twins and More with Nix and Naomi. Thanks to Twinfo.com.au and DoubleBub.com.au.
1: It's Talking Twins and More, a multiple birth podcast with myself, Nix, and joining me as always, my favourite co-host, my only co-host, Naomi Dolan
0: from Twinfo.com.au. Naomi, hello. How are you going? Oh, my God, Nikki, I have, you have no idea how much I've missed you. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. You are my, like, my normal in my abnormal. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm really, really pleased to, um, I don't know, just be back with you. I know. You know
1: what? It has been, we won't lie, what, a couple of, at least a week that we missed because, like, I guess just multiples, life, what happened? Life just gets chaotic.
0: It does. And I don't know if, um, we've probably got some new listeners now, but so Nikki and I are not, and and I'm using my inverted comma fingers here. We're not, friends, so to speak, like we've only met each other once or twice, but we speak all the time. So we are friends. But
1: I was going to say, hang life- on, whoa up. I thought we'd like, oh. by now we're like over <laughs> a
0: year into this thing. I've, I'm like, I've got my friend now. <laughs> I know. We are friends, but we're online friends. And it's weird to- sort of
1: how we connect to, because, yes,
0: you're right. For I people know. who don't have a So we listened- may have lots of listeners. And so Nikki and I have, have not spent many much time together. We've met once. Um, we had all these plans, um, and do you know what? Can I just tell you? She picked me up from this dingy hire car place in the middle of of <laughs> Newcastle, nowhere. and uh, I, I wasn't going to say where it was. Um,
1: <laughs> I'm okay with it.
0: It's all right. I was like, I had no idea who this person was picking me up, and you know, she was like, "Yeah, I'll be in this car," blah blah blah. And then as soon as we met each other, though, it was just like, yeah, nothing had nothing had changed.
1: Can I also say, though, the things that you were standing on the side of the road um, that were with you, like half a case of Diet Coke um, and, like, was it flowers or something that were in, like, half yeah. of a cut-up water bottle? Like, you've got, like, literally bags and bags and then, like, half a case of Diet Coke and I'm like, just chuck it in the car and I'm like why the hell are you travelling with half a case of Diet Coke? Like, you're only coming to Newcastle. We sell it here. Like,
0: it's just <gasps> oh Newcastle.
1: <my> oh, <laughs> so if we want to a talk weird story. and dark and dingy, I think there's both sides to this.
0: There is two sides to it, but I'd just like to say those two sides collided and just sparked joy they did
1: and I have to say exactly the same thing I think it was um last week we went for about three or four days without talking to each other um, just because of life and I was like I felt like I was disconnected like a bit of me was missing and I'm like oh my god I need to talk to you and I think I just rang and vented like just like verbal diarrhea my whole crisis of my life and I was just like oh I've missed you
0: (laughs) and you know what that is the beauty of online friendship isn't it part of the reason that i wanted to take twinfo online was to create these online friendships i've got now um i don't know if i've got six or seven i apologize if they're listening i've got six or seven online friends two of which i've never met in my life Mm. and four or five of which that i've met once maybe twice but out of all of my friends, I would almost consider them to be my closest friends. Mm. They know everything that is happening in my mind, in my life, mm. and I just, I do believe that um, we've 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 morphed into this online friendship. and um, those of us that are lucky enough to have found it, it's just been, yeah, it's it's a blessing.
1: It is. It really is. And as I said, like, you know, the friendship that we've built has been something that I was certainly um, missing in my life because we've talked about this in previous podcasts. Like, I... Because I'm isolated where I am, and I don't have things like multiple birth association. I don't have a lot of multi. So suddenly we connected, and obviously our personalities, you know, clicked. But um, at the same time, it was like I can I can say things to you that, as we've said, like other parents friends don't
0: just never get. <laughs> they don't get it. And do you know, I didn't realize. Yeah. That you know, like I yeah. When you started saying these things to me and I was like, oh, okay. And, yeah, having, I mean, definitely having the ground roots connection is Mm. obviously fantastic and wonderful. But if you live in an area or you're not in a mental position, you know, you're not in a physical position to get out and and have those ground roots experiences, then Mm. you have to turn to the online community. Yeah, And, um, I mean, I, I can tell you what. I've been up breastfeeding at three o'clock in the morning, crying my eyes out, and I can tell you what I was not going to any playgroup. Yeah, at yeah. Three a.m. crying with two babies hanging off each yeah. boob. Oh, Absolutely. No, sorry, one baby hanging off each boob because I've only got two boobs. <laughs> um, but do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I was not going to any kind of playgroup at yeah. that point in time. Yeah, exactly. So to have now, I wish. So what got me through my early breastfeeding years was. Um, I've got some younger cousins in law. I guess they're called. So my partner's yeah, yeah, cousins, yeah. but gotcha. much younger, mm. um, and they live in the UK. So they were always up, and they were posting all these things on Facebook, and um, and I was like, oh, I've got someone to chat to, and so I would reply to their comments. They're f- fifteen to twenty years younger than me, and living a completely different life to me. But you could I'm talk to someone in a dark room with a baby on each boob. Mm. and they're out clubbing Mm. and I'm like oh hey oh you look awesome yep yep and and it was really nice to have that online connection at the Mm. time Mm. and I didn't realize that that's what I was missing but it's incredible part of what formed twinfo yeah I was gonna say
1: what you've created has ended up um and I know when I originally reached out to you it would be close to 18 months now that we, since we've been talking. And I remember that was one of the things that just engaged me. I was like, you know, wow, you've built this community. And then like, you know, the different groups and stuff that connect off that, like the exercise and stuff, you've done a remarkable job of of connecting all these people who may have felt isolated like I did and you brought them together and, and they may have, you know, built friendships through those groups like you and I have.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, I have I have genuinely met many of my best friends now through the Grassroots Connections. Mm. However, I've also met a whole new level of friends that I have met through the online community. Mm.
1: Yeah, it's quite and, incredible. Um,
0: yeah, and do you know what? I'm the first person to say that, you know, meeting a, a, a internet dating, blah blah blah. I, I can't imagine how you do it. I have met, and I'm just going out on a limb here. I'm not gay, but I have met at least ten to twelve people online who are female, who I consider ex like, you know, really, really. I can totally see how you can now meet a person online.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that connection yeah. is there, be it a friendship or whatever it is and how it grows is, is a different, yeah. they're all different relationships, you know, friendships, Absolutely, relationships, whatever, well and truly. But being able to meet those connections. It's it's funny that we've sort of launched straight into this because we were going to talk about self-care and looking after yourself as a mother of, of multiples um, or as a parent of multiples um, and I think we've kind of accidentally just clicked into something that um, I think is such an important resource when you are – feeling isolated or if you're not looking after yourself. Mm. And it's something that I, as I've said, didn't do because I didn't have anyone. And it really wasn't until I connected with you, um, you know, over 18 months ago now that I was like, wow, there are other – because I didn't have a single multiple
0: parent, friend in my life, not one. And I felt so – so I had one before mm. I had my multiples. I had my friend who had triplets at 23 weeks. Yeah. So for me that was – all I knew. Mm. Oh my gosh! I'm pregnant with multiples. So I'm going to have them at 23 weeks.
1: Yeah, isn't it incredible? You know, that is
0: genuinely all I knew because she was the only person in real life that I knew. Yeah, and we will get her on to share her story because her story is amazing, um, and her triplets are absolutely fabulous now. And they're uh, they they've just turned 11, and mm. you know life is is fantastic for them. Mm. But at that particular point in time, the only thing that I knew about having multiples was my good friend who had her triplets at 23 weeks. And that's yeah, that's Mm, frightening. Mindset wise. That's a good thing to walk into. And then
1: you go onto the internet and suddenly you're like, you know, you punch in pregnant with multiples. And let's face it, if you, you know, a lot of the time when you Google the first thing you tend to find a lot of disaster stories, again, or, or fear stories. Mm-hmm. And so you combine that and, yeah, you're left feeling isolated, scared, alone, you know, not sure. And I think that's so important for parents of multiples from right yeah. from when you find out right through to take those times and find those ways to look after yourself. Um, sometimes it's yeah, blocking definitely. some of that stuff from you yourself. Like I know I, I got be, to a point like, where I had to stop Googling things because I'm like, just stop yeah. reading stuff on the internet. <laughs>
0: I do believe that the generations before us in one way had it easier in terms of not having the internet, mm. but then on the other hand. Finding
1: the right know. resources yeah. like Twinfo is, is, a, yeah. is a goldmine. So when, you know, when you're a multiple, and I'll be honest because you've never experienced it, you can't, but when I first came across Twinfo, it was a goldmine of support and resources, and it was something that I'd never had now I didn't find it when I was pregnant I found out I I started reading after I had had the boys but straight away I was able to read these stories and find out all this information that made me feel like I wasn't quite going insane as me struggling with these two little boys that was struggling to breastfeed or struggling to settle or struggling and those stories that are on there were, were relatable to me and up until that point in time I'd everybody who'd come through my door and bless them they all meant well were comparing life to a singleton or two kids yeah. with an eight even an 18 month old gap they didn't realize what it was like to try and breastfeed two kids at once and to struggle to do it and to have huge problems and to be trying to push yourself through and go through that angst or whatever your story is and then to be able to find good valuable resource and connect with these communities was literally um, you know a, a self care moment
0: for me Mm. Uh, unbeknownst to me at the time um I've always been a fairly I mean dare I say it, I've been a fairly self-sufficient person who mm. hasn't reached out and lent on me I'm the same
1: and and, and people yeah, criticize not, me for doing it and they're like "You're you're too self-sufficient and I've I've not criticized but I've I've brought that across to being a mother and I find it hard not to I've always Done my own thing, and it's yeah. hard then to. I don't know whether it's asking for help or you just assume you can
0: do it yourself because you're used to it. Yeah, yeah no, it's it's definitely difficult asking for help. Um, I I I feel that uh, I need to learn how to do that more.
1: Yeah, I do too, um, and it's. I think it's something that um I would say is probably. My biggest weakness as a mother. Yeah, I agree. Um, oh, we've got something in. Common oh my god, that's a red thing. We don't. We never have anything. Oh. In common. <laughs> that and we oh like a gosh. glass of wine. Um,
0: yeah, I agree with you. It's hard. Yeah. It, it is hard, and um, I think that asking for help at any time is difficult. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I know that I personally found asking for help when um, I had the babies was, was really difficult. Um, mm-hmm. So Dave's parents live in Hong Kong, mm-hmm. so obviously just can't pop over for a visit and help me hang out the laundry. Um, and both my my parents are, are separated and one lives three hours north, one lives three hours south. I do have an ex-stepmother, bless her, who lives in Brisbane where I am. However, at the time, she was working away. So she was often in Adelaide or Perth or Melbourne or Sydney or wherever. Um, So, yeah, I was pretty much rolling on my own and Dave had to go back to work. Mm. Um, And so, yeah, I just kind of did it. And all of my friends had had their babies when they were 16, 17, 18 years old. So all of their babies at that time were... Well, day in high school, yeah, yeah, it, it um, is, it's and hard. I was literally flying solo.
1: Yeah, it's it is. It's really hard, and then and because of that, you become. Self, as you said, self sufficient and, and independent and not used to asking for help. And I, I mean, I, I admit it. Anyone who knows me, I'm an incredibly headstrong, stubborn person. I bet you didn't guess that. <laughs> Sarcasm, much. Wow. That's
0: um, another thing that we've got in common. Yeah.
1: And I did, I've always found it very, very hard to hand over the reins to, um, Some would say I'm too protective of the boys, but it's not meant to be protection. It's just I don't know how to do it any
0: differently. It's my instinct. It's just who I am. Um, And I think I'm the same and I—that's interesting that you say that because I've always blamed it on the fact that we did eight rounds of IVF to have our two. So I would be like, oh, no, I'm not just going to hand them over to, you know, Mm. to anybody but I don't know, maybe it's maybe it's something more primal than that. Maybe it is just the whole parenthood thing. Mm-hmm. I've always blamed it on well, not blamed it, but I've always used the excuse of of IVF and how many rounds we did, losing the babies before we had these babies, yada yada. Um, but I don't know, maybe maybe But our it's stories
1: just- our stories are absolutely polar opposite. You know, my boys literally yeah. just accidentally fell into me almost. And yet, I'm exactly the same. I I really have struggled since day dot, and I've always put it down to the opposite—that I wasn't prepared um, and wasn't ready, so to speak. And so that's why, because I was—I've always emotionally and mentally been struggling to keep up with the fact that suddenly I'm a mother of these two boys, and I didn't anticipate it. So I'm always that little stage behind, you know, in in keeping up with everything. I've put it down to that.
0: Whereas for me, I've always felt that this is what I've asked for, so therefore I have to be good at it. And, oh, I've got two of them, so I have to be doubly good at it. So yeah. is, isn't that interesting mm. that mm. we two um, uh, and, yeah, I mean, it just goes to show two amazingly different stories and we've ended up feeling that same pressure of, of parenthood. Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. because you are you still there i'm still here but your video is gone yeah okay that's all good you'll have to just cut yeah yeah that's cool um um yeah but isn't it interesting that we have both arrived finally Mm. after all (laughs) the time of having such different stories that we finally arrived at the same destination that yeah um we we yeah Yeah, and in saying that, I um, am—I'm not a helicopter parent. My children roam very freely. I'm exactly the same. I'm
1: exactly the same. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. I'm not a helicopter parent. I'm um, very much like make the boys stand on their own two feet. I'm whatever, but but I still need to be with them and. And even when I do take breaks away or I go away for work or – which doesn't happen very often for long periods of time, but just like day in, day out. or um, But people will often say to me, you need a break. You're exhausted. You need a break. And I'm like, I know, but I know emotionally I still won't switch off. I'm not one of those people who waits yeah. for that um, – mumcation that other people look for and go I can't wait to get away for a weekend away with the with the girls and just not have to parent and it's something at the moment I've I've never felt the need to do that even though I know I'm exhausted even though I know I'm drained even though I know I push myself too hard and I carry so much load I still don't want to do it and it's not fear of something being wrong with the boys I know they'll be fine Um, and it's not fear of missing some milestone they're four and a half they'll be fine it's just I just it's just a deep down I don't need to I don't feel the need
0: so I was very 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 similar and I still am so the only uh, two times that I ever went away was uh, with the multiple birth community and then so I would go to the um, my state seminar and then I would also go to the national uh, conference and I just I don't know. This is going to sound really weird. I felt comfortable being with those parents, even though I didn't Mm. know 90% of them, but Mm. I also knew they were all twin triplet quad mums and, you know, half of them it was their first time away and it was, it was really brilliant. Mm. But I just, I think we need to focus more on what, I don't know how we can look after ourselves. Now, I find the words, and we, ha- we haven't just talked about this, so um, Nikki and I, uh, we're, we're very disorganised when it comes to our podcast. So I'm just going to put that up front. We don't talk about what we're going to talk about prior to us mm. talking about this. We just wing it. Um, so, yeah, we totally wing it. Um, so for me, the words self-care, mate, love to do it. Mm. I just find them completely overrated. There is mm. no way. I am mm. caring for multiple children. Yeah, exactly. I agree and with a you. A partner. Yeah. Those people, they need to come first. So this whole care thing, yes, is um, it just doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't. Yeah. Morph into being something, particularly when both of our children have additional needs. We both mm. have um, additional pulls on our life. We both run businesses from home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both have partners that work long hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh gosh, actually, we do have a few things. In we common. actually, when you start thinking, like it's only taken us yeah, nearly sorry, two years just, to work yeah. it out,
1: but we've actually now worked out we actually do have a lot in common. Anyway, carry on.
0: But when you have to work from home, you've got children with additional needs, you've got partners working long time, long hours. You run your own business from home. Well, hello. I mean, myself care time is going to be vacuuming the floor because now we've got a freaking dog that sheds like a (laughs) welcome to be a labrador i know i i know yeah another thing same there we go same dogs we have labradors we only just discovered that recently um we just rescued our labrador a few months ago but my god that thing sheds hair like crazy yeah so my alone time now is vacuuming with my dyson stick
1: Woo! I know I'm exactly the same. Like honestly, my 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 getting the housework done now is an achievement. I feel satisfied in it. Um, and the other thing is, I my my work, as you said, we both work from home. We both run our own bris- businesses, which puts a lot of pressure on you to start with. But to me, yeah. that's my self care. Um, yeah, the fact that I take so much time out of my day and I know it stresses me, but that's me. And I know it's, it's, um, you know, it's contributing to our family. I know it's helping us, you know, move forward. It's keeping us afloat. It's doing everything. Um, it's a necessity. Like we, I have to work, but at the same time, I've, I've always, even when I was working full-time in my job, full-time in radio before I went to sort of part-time and then juggling two jobs now, um, I've always considered that my time is work. And other people say to me, but no, you need time on top of that. And and I just go, well, I don't. I don't have it. Um, yeah. So I choose to put my personal energy for me goes into my job. It goes yeah. into my work. And that's where I get that. And, and I imagine you'd be the same. Another thing we're probably the same on is, I do, even though I'm tired, even though I'm run down, even though I feel guilty as hell that, you know, days like today where I plonked my kids in front of the TV for hours on end because I had no choice. I just had that many calls to get through and things to do that I I take that self-satisfaction. And when I'm feeling really, really crappy and overwhelmed, I walk away and I go, but I'm doing this as well. I'm doing this and I add up the different things that I'm doing. And even though I'm exhausted, that's actually where I get my self-care from, if that makes sense, because I'm proud of what I'm achieving.
0: You didn't plan. I mean, no one plans on having twins or triplets or quads or whatever, but you didn't expect to have, well, you weren't planning on one baby, let alone to have two. Mm. And for me, I just wanted that baby so badly. And then to get two, I was like, yep, okay, I'm going to be the perfect mother. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. And that just puts so much pressure on you. Um, I don't know. Do you get any time to yourself? No.
1: And when I do, like if I rarely do or people suggest it, honestly, and this is something that I rarely, rarely ever talk about, it scares me. And it scares me because I'm so busy and I'm so used to juggling all those balls. Now I almost don't know what to do if I don't have yeah, ten okay. million things yeah. to do. And, yeah. and I'm Maybe sure have a lot. I'm sure there's a lot of people sitting there going, "That's a really unhealthy thing to be." But I've always been a very busy person, and I've always yeah. been an, a, a very driven person. And um, and I'm okay for people to be like, that's not healthy or that's not the right attitude and it's something that I I do agree that I probably need to work on as a, as yeah. a myself is to allocate myself more time. I mean, I used to, when I was younger, take time to read. I don't get to read anymore, um, you know. Oh, so,
0: okay, that's another thing we have in common. I love to read. Mm. So my time is I generally read from... I don't know, 9 till Mm. 11pm on my Kindle. Yeah. See, because Um, of the
1: nature of of my work, I don't, you know, I still have things going on. And it's something actually I was weighing up today. I'm like, I need to, which is probably why the conversation came up and it's like I need to find that better balance. The the one thing I do do and I've got back into doing it um, recently is I'm trying to make time to exercise every day. Um, and oh, we've, we've, we've set up like a home gym. And it's actually got to oh. the point, it's pretty good actually, it's actually got to the point now where Harrison yeah, nice. will come up and say to me, mummy, you haven't done your exercises today. <laughs> yeah. And he'll actually put my four-year-old's putting, well, one of my four-year-olds is putting guilt on me and, and telling me oh, that I awesome. haven't. So that's probably the only me time that I have and I enjoy it. And because I'm back into it now, um, I'm keeping that structure. I'm keeping that routine, and you know the fact that you know the life changed, which forced me to get back into It's uh, actually working for me now. So yeah, I, I do have that.
0: I do. Um, I appreciate that because I've never been one a person that exercises. Mm. But then again, I, I've never had multiples before, and I've never actually continued to carry the weight that I've carried. I'm talking about the physical weight. Oh, not me the too. Emotional weight yeah, yeah. Mental weight. Yeah. Um, I'm talking about you know the few extra kilos on my ass um, that I just yeah haven't been able to shift yeah um, and I don't know it's just difficult to 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 juggle yeah. everything yeah um, and particularly when your children do have the additional needs yeah. and we are. I, I, I mean, I know you are like me in this respect. We are running from appointment to appointment. I have to mm. – uh, thankfully, we only live a few minutes from the school, so I send my children to school. Even if my children have an appointment at 10 o'clock, I send my children to school and then I pick them up at 9.30 and we rush into the CBD hospital for our appointment. I've got the parking down pat and we rush up. I have my um, – before you even get into the car – got my medicare card ready so i can scan at the hospital when i run in um but on the other hand i have to think about that process all the time Mm. Mm. i'm never not thinking about what's next what do i have to do next what about this what about that oh my gosh and then then of course you have the oh what are we having for dinner um oh my gosh the kids sheets need changing Mm. oh the dog needs to go for a walk this needs to happen that needs to happen even the tiniest things yeah juggling the medical appointments
1: yeah 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 and it's interesting and and when sort of life you know um it it comes to a halt and you're forced to sort of reassess it i think that's where you know we've commented that some of the everything is so good that we do but at the same time it makes you sort of look and go okay well you know, what's necessary, what's not the load. Yeah. It's just, it's interesting, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is definitely. And I do believe that the, um, the, the, the load that any stay-at-home parent carries, whether it's, you know, the mum, the dad, the two mums, the two dads, whatever, but there is an additional load on the person that is staying home for the majority of the time. Mm, Yeah. And, um, you know, some of us are lucky enough to juggle that between several parents, and other of us have to carry the the full load on our own. Yeah, but exactly. For me, so I'm I'm uh, for me, I. Oh God, this is going to sound so terrible. I try and stay in bed now. So I used to be an early morning riser. Mm. Um, we've got three cats who are freaking. Can, can I just say that I love them to death? And cats are my favourite animals, but. My God! Sometimes in the mornings they're just all assholes, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know. And we have to get up and deal with them. Yeah. And so Dave will get up to them. We've got uh, one. We've got children that get up at ridiculous times, and blah blah blah. And if Dave gets up and deals with it, I just I literally. Ro- so we have very different pillows. This is, uh, I've completely gone off topic. I know. I'm, I
1: like we're just getting a brief on your morning, pillow. your daily routine.
0: Yeah. So, I have a very soft pillow that is, you know, as flat as a pancake. Mm. Dave has some ergonomic bamboo 16-storey pillow um, that I, I just can't even use. However, if he leaves in the morning to get up and go and deal with the cats or the children, I roll over and that thing is just like massaging my neck and I roll over and I'm in dreamland, baby. Wow. Um well, I can't use it at night time. I cannot but use it. But so you like it when you're of. I think of... it's very uncomfortable. Yeah.
1: Wow. How However,
0: funny. Yeah. If if he gets up first to the kids or the cats, um, I, I just roll over and I just sink into this little pillow of softness, and um, I'm happy to go back to sleep. So for me, my time is maybe once a week. I get that. Super, super special mm. time, but my other time is I hop into the bath and I make the kids swear hand on heart they don't wee in it before I get into it. <laughs> so I dump a shed load of um, Epsom salts into it. Yeah. I buy it by the 20-kilo mm-hmm. bag, um, oh, nice. yeah. like bag from the produce store, not from a supermarket or anything like that. I buy it 20-kilo bag from the produce store. And I shove, you know, heaps of three it or in. Four cup loads oh, into beautiful. That bathtub, chuck the kids in there. I turn up the water. They get out looking like pink lobsters, but whatever. <sighs> um, and then they go to bed. And then I slide on into yeah, that baby with my glass of wine, my book, and my Epsom salts. And I throw a few drops of lavender in there. And I am done. My goodness, that sounds amazing. That sounds amazing. Oh, I try and do it once a week. Yeah. So for me, that is my, I, I guess my moment. If that yeah, yeah. It doesn't sound too dramatic. No. Um, but I
1: think. You but just it's need that's to... your time. That's your time. And yes. I think. And I think it's it's made like I've I've known for a long time that I need to do more things like that. Um, and I and I think. But my
0: children are four years
1: old. Yeah. Than yours. And I, and I think that's it. And like I mean, for yeah. example, like I was talking about setting up and doing training at home two years ago and it was always well yeah. why are you not doing it you know we've got stuff and I'm just like I can't find the time I can't find the energy you it's can't. too hard with the boys now the boys are at four nearly four and a half I'm getting to that stage where you know as I said they'll they'll go and get their running shoes on we'll go out into the backyard and- Harry will play with a frisbee Hunter will jump jump on the trampoline and I can do my stuff we're still playing together they love it now yeah. they think it's great I'm actually just doing my boxing training but they're they think that they're they're doing their exercise too, and we actually you know can what? enjoy it. But we've How only many re-
0: steps you, yeah. are ahead of me. So I've just taught my kids to use a flint, so my kids will light the fire in the back garden, so I can sit and drink wine while they drink, you know, while they light mm. the flint. Whereas your children are jumping on the trampoline and and kicking the soccer ball while you exercise. So, mate, you're killing it because you're well and truly killing this whole thing
1: over me. Yeah, but then I go and come in and drink like half a bottle of wine as well, so don't worry about it.
0: (laughs) But it just goes to show. You have got your kids doing things so you can do your thing and I think that that is, Mm. that only comes with age.
1: Yeah, I hadn't thought about
0: that. Not your age. No, their age,
1: yeah. As you said, the, the, the different stages and you do, and you sit there and I think. There is. It is like I like I've had loads of friends and you know the beautiful world of social media where I've compared myself um to things my yeah, friends yeah. are doing you know their babies are in uh, in a bouncer and they're doing their training and their baby's hang only on, 6 hang months on, old. So their
0: babies. Or yeah, exactly. No, their
1: baby exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that's the point but you still and that that's where we come back to where we started at the beginning of the podcast is you know I didn't have that that multiple I didn't have you I didn't have my multiple friends yeah. to say what's wrong with me who could say well because you've got multiples I I knew it my
0: multiple friends
1: yeah I knew it in Mm. my head because you do know that it's different but when everybody tells you and we've all heard it over and over again oh it's no different to having two you know 18 months apart you you doubt yourself and I think that's what happens you know you start going well maybe it isn't that hard maybe it isn't different and you know you can then start judging yourself and be more harsh on yourself because you're comparing yourself to somebody who's not in the same situation as you.
0: Absolutely. So as I was saying before, my first, my only experience to having multiples prior to me having them was my friend who gave birth to her triplets at 23 weeks, which was, you know, oh my, it was awful and terrible and everything. And that's, that was my only experience. Then when I had them, um, we were working, walking through, um, I had my mother-in-law with me. She lives in Hong Kong and she was over for a visit. And we were walking through um, our local Westfield and I'm pushing my double pram. It was the first time I think I'd ever taken the babies out to a, I don't know, to Westfield, to a public place, Mm. let's say, because, oh my gosh, everyone has their opinion when you're at a Westfield. But it was the first time I had taken my babies out. Mm. And I passed another lady with the exact same pram as mine. So bearing in mind that my kids turn nine in very soon so we're, we're talking prams that were around 10 years ago there weren't a lot of double prams mm. now I, honest to goodness i i pity all of you people who are pregnant <laughs> with multiples now having to choose a pram because there's so much choice mm. when i was pregnant with twins uh 10 years ago there there wasn't anywhere near as much amount of choice and um i passed this lady uh, she was walking into the westfield as i was walking out She had the exact same pram as me and her babies are about the same age. And I walked past, I said to my mother-in-law, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go and talk to that lady. She's got twins the same age as me. And my mother-in-law was like, oh, okay, off you go. (laughs) And she, you know, we did a U-turn and we went back and I'm like, hi, 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 pram lady, same pram as me. Yep. Twins are awesome. And, um, and it turns out that her twins were born um, like just literally a couple of weeks before mine, wow. and we're still now best of friends. And we met at um, at, at a multiple birth play group on the mat. Um, that's what we call it on the mat. And um, I was like, "Oh, you're the you're the lady I met at the Westfield," and she was like, "Yes, you're that's you." And honestly, she was amazing. And it's now, ten years on. Well, nine and a half years on, I, um, yeah, just still good friends. So lucky to have yeah. met that person. Isn't that
1: funny? Isn't that incredible? How those twists of life can happen.
0: It is, and so for me with Twinfo, that's what I wanted to. I guess with the parents of multiples Facebook group is to. Not everybody is able to meet somebody in their westfield shopping centre mm. uh, like you. Mm. um You know, you don't have that that opportunity um and for me to meet that person it was yeah it was a godsend so i'd like to hope that i can i can do that with the online community i guess
1: i think you definitely have and you definitely are continuing to and of course if people don't know it's twinfo.com.au and there's various groups associated to that on Mm. facebook um but look wrapping up we'd love to hear from other people you know self-care self-help um how have you gone about it? What's been your, you know, your silver lining? What's been the thing that's helped you?
0: Um, perhaps what's been your weakness? I met a lady the other day who goes and sits under the tree in her back garden mm. and she was like, she puts her headphones on and she plays music for half an hour. She knows her children are asleep
1: mm. um,
0: so they don't, they don't need her.
1: And that's her time. But
0: she just said that,
1: that was her time. Yeah. Look, we'd love to hear love from people. Her. Yeah. What, what are you suggesting? Technology.
0: Do you know, like, what yeah. technology has evolved, I guess, in mm. terms of allowing you to connect with people? Like, do you know, to put on noise cancelling headphones? Yeah. Yeah. Sit under the mango tree or whatever in your back garden, which I don't know, 10 years ago, I didn't have that option god i wish i did but um no i mean that in the best possible way um but do you know what i mean like yeah. technology has evolved to allow you to i guess have your you time in a different way i have a friend and and so one of my reasons for creating twinfo she doesn't have twins so this is a, a this is an interesting story um one of my friends who who's child is the same age as my twins and she lives out in in the middle I won't say where she oh well okay she lives in Birdsville the middle of nowhere and um I've rung on several occasions in the bathtub with Mm. my glass of wine and and her husband will answer the phone and he he, and once he said to me are you ringing my wife naked in the bathtub while you're drinking wine I went yeah I am and he was like, oh, okay. And he's like, hey, so-and-so, you, your crazy friend from Brisbane's on the phone. <laughs> and then anyway, it, we, we talked about it and she just said, he doesn't realise that that's what I need. Mm, yeah. And to have someone ring me because they needed to speak to me makes me feel needed. mm mm-hmm. In return, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So I think that the whole need thing is a two-way street. It definitely is.
1: It definitely yeah. is, yeah. And it, it's and it's really interesting and and everybody's needs and the way that they need is different as well. Absolutely. And, and that's one of those juggling acts and it changes. I mean, I, I always comment things that I thought I was capable or thought I was strong at or wouldn't have phased me before I had the boys. I, I'm a reduce can reduce me to rubble sort of thing my needs your wants everything it shifts yeah Mm.
0: absolutely and uh, oh my gosh like anyone who's out there who thinks that they're not doing the right thing because they've got multiples it's a freaking hard road it is there's loads of joyous moments don't get me wrong but there's also quite a few bumps in the Mm. road shall we call them and,
1: the, and and I think the hardest, know. yeah, I think the hardest thing, just to interrupt for two seconds, is because um, you just hit a point that really resonates. Is you feel guilty, and it's something that I think every multiple parent feels. Is you feel guilty when you're frustrated or you're cranky at the tough times. Um, yeah, and because it always comes back to the how lucky are you? Yes, we're lucky. Everybody who has a child on the planet is lucky. Um, And if they're healthy, that's a bonus and and you're even luckier. But that doesn't mean you Mm. shouldn't be allowed to express when things are hard or tough because it is.
0: And, you know, I mean, I know Nikki and I talk about our, our children with their additional needs, but even if your children don't have additional needs, you have just as much right to feel that way as we do. Mm. and yeah I I just I do Mm. just think that every parenting journey is different and you know we all live to the beat of our own drum and yeah yeah
1: look we'd love to hear from you guys
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah
1: You do it. I just like, we totally, we, you know, we totally, even we don't know each other. We're totally on sync with that. We, we both look at what's thing. happened to us. And I have to say, before we wrap up, because we've, we've got to go, we've got to get out of here. Um, yeah, we do. We, we've been banging on so too long. Um, but I just want to say quickly this is the first ever time um, that, because we're transparent, we're fully transparent on this, that we've done this by Zoom. And um, we've decided to change the way we did it. we've done it. We've had connection problems. We've had all sorts of dramas, issues, and hysterical laughter because of the way that Naomi's wrapped in a blanket and, and having to get her lighting right. But my goodness, I've been she's been worried because I've been spending half the night looking up her nostrils and I haven't. Uh, but yeah, it's just,
0: you th- this, you're just being nice about this it. This
1: journey has been, in, I hate tears the her journey, it annoys me, but this has been so incredibly. Hysterical, just getting to this point over the last couple of years, and this is just you know a new milestone in the progress of our podcast. So I just had to share that oh, with like, our listeners because you know it's what? hilarious.
0: Well, I will I share the picture I sent to you. no you have to, you have to. I don't know whether I don't know if anyone is Tec- faint at heart.
1: Technically um, speaking, well, yeah. it's a blanket and a camera. Okay. It a webcam web can we just disclose yep. a webcam we'll have a chat about uh, that uh, if I get up there but look, we do have to we've got to get out of
0: here but um, we, we do. we've we, been way too long
1: we want to hear from you guys
0: what do you do to I don't know to adjust to being you yeah not being mum not being dad not being the carer you know what do you like yeah tell us what you do to be you Uh and um yeah head to our facebook page talking twins and more a multiple birth podcast and and share with us because you might give people um ideas and thoughts about ways that they can be you know that they can do so i mean i'm me and my bath you know i love my bath
1: and actually, I'll just um, I'll just wrap so- it up by saying I had forgotten. Um, just in the last few months, I have made myself get into something new, and again, it's something that you would we would been talking about adapting and adapting to the age of your multiples. And for me, it's been about um I'm getting into gardening, so I'm feeling old because I think. You know, oh. you do that when you're getting old. I feel like I'm a mum now because I'm getting into gardening, but I'm loving it, and it is it's a it's a bit of a peace of mind. Again, the kids can be outside, and I can grow my lettuces and and prowl around. And I might only spend five minutes a day walking around and inspecting my vegetables, yeah. um, but I relax.
0: I do. I so yeah. So that was mine. Actually, do you know what? Going back to probably when my kids were your age, so between three and four. There you go. My relaxed time was. I'm, they were actually still in nappies because I remember, you know, hosing them and then making them take their nappies down and showering them and going, Oh, yeah, well, that's your shower. I'm done. I'm a multiple mum. You know, the hose shower, you're done. Yep. The shower shower, you're done. <laughs> um, oh, God. Yeah. I I, 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 gardening for me was my big thing probably two years ago, uh, four years ago. So, yeah. Share with us what you yeah. what is your your thing. We do. We, we want to hear, from, hear from, you. from you. On Talking Twins and More a Multiple Birth Podcast.
1: We've got to get out of here. It's been awesome. We will catch you next week. Looking forward to it.
0: It's Talking Twins and More with Nix and Naomi. Thanks to twinfo.com.au and
1: doublebub.com.au.